It's a Blackbird versus Painkiller showdown. It's Justice for Tavon. And Jin's opened up a can of that whoop-ass. Stay tuned. We're talking Black Lightning. I'm Maria Menunos, and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. <laughs> what is up, AfterBuzzers? <laughs> we are so excited to talk all things Black Lightning tonight. We have so much to get into um, man. Y'all missed us, didn't y'all? Yeah, I know y'all did. I know y'all did, but I have something for y'all. I have I have wisdom. I have treats. I have tidbits for you all. Yes. Okay? But before we hop into all of that, before we talk about season three, episode five, let me introduce you to my team. To my left is Painkiller's number one, ride or die. <laughs> you know, <laughs> oh, always wants us to, always wants us to sympathize with the bad guy a little bit, Okay. I sympathize with him, all right. <laughs> He's not bad. He's just broken. But it's our girl, Lanisha. How are yes. you doing? Y'all, I'm doing good. A little upset with this episode, but I'm good. And my man was still looking fine. <laughs> <laughs> to the very end, it's fam favorite. <laughs> I can't wait. MVP of Black Lightning. You already know who it is. Miss Portia Carter. The, in queen, the of queen of Freeland. Queen of Freeland. What's up, y'all? How y'all doing? And <laughs> you already know who it is, the DC princess, if you will. My name is Drew Jones, and we're so happy to have you tuning in and listening and checking out our after show. Man. Tonight's episode, or last night's episode, I should say, is, uh, it was, it was a doozy. <laughs> I don't yeah. even, I mean, they're not playing. Things are things are on the roll. What was your all's initial reaction to tonight's episode? Ah, <laughs> she like literally said, it. "I am." Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. That whole Rodney King scene <sighs> took me out. Man, that was a lot yeah. for me. It, it really made my blood boil to the point where I literally went back and watched the Rodney King video, and it mm-hmm. looked identical to what they just did to Jefferson. Yeah, that that was tough to watch, but Jefferson, he pissed me off. Not talking about the ending, y'all, but I am up to this certain point. He was making just, he was just being a little dumb with some things, like that he should be noticing. Mm -hmm. Like, we'll get into it, but he was just making some dumb decision that was just pissing me off. Yeah, I I see where you're going with that, and I agree. We are going to get into all of that. We're also going to get into our OMBL moment for the episode. For those of you who are new, that's our, like, OMG moment, the moment that had a shook, shooketh, shocked, and all of the above. So make sure you guys start thinking of those and put them in the comments so we can shout you guys out. And while we're at it, thank you so much for tuning in. We really appreciate you guys. You know, this is not just uh, after show for Black Lightning. We also have a lot of other after shows. So make sure you guys check out all of our different channels and our sister networks, Popcorn Talk, Black Hollywood Live. Um, and check out, you know, we do we do red carpet interviews, you guys. I was in Freeland. Okay. Hello. Okay. Hello. Our baby girl went to Freeland. <laughs> I was in Freeland, darling. I thought I was the queen. She's the emperor. I was, <laughs> I, yes, I, yes. Was, I got to go to Freeland. I got to go on set. I got to interview the entire cast of Black Lightning. So you guys Woo! make yes. sure you all tune over to the Red Carpet uh, channel on AfterBuzz TV. Like, subscribe, and check out all those interviews. And I will give you guys a few tidbits about Crisis on Infinite Earth if you stay tuned to the very end. But you have to stay tuned all the way to the very end. Now, let's get into this. 
this show, this episode was a roller coaster, but we started off at a good note with um, Tavon, the kid who was pulled out of class by ASA, celebrating his rescue by Blackbird by doing the most Gen Z thing possible and going live streaming uh, while he's in the woods. What do we... Do you live stream your escape from the government normally? He didn't live stream. He just recorded a video. Yeah. It was, it was recorded and he wanted to send it to his parents, but... I mean, half of me was just like, I get it. You want your parents to know you alive. But other I, thing is, it's supposed to be a secret location. <laughs> I feel like a simple text would do. You no, it's when, when you're missing. When I saw him recording that video of himself talking, I knew he was going to die this episode. I just knew it. Mm-hmm. It's like they set it up for him to die. Yeah. Like, let's record his last moments, tell everybody what he's doing, because somebody's going to eventually find that video and find it of some use. But until they find it of some use, something tragic has to happen to him, which is why they brought us in, like, made our emotions, like, yeah. be consumed with him in mm-hmm. the first five minutes of the episode to see him pass later on. It's just... I agree. It was a it was a setup, and I felt it when it was setting setting it up. So when he actually died, I wasn't that sad. I feel that. I was more. I was sad, sad but I, I, I wasn't was, that sad. <laughs> <laughs> I was sad because I was just like, but I was also like, dang, why didn't you run? You know, you ain't got powers. Why didn't you run? <laughs> well, you know, zigzag. <laughs> He's a fighter. <laughs> yeah. He is, but obviously Tavon's rescue, you know, has ruffled some feathers. It's made made some people upset because Agent Odell, um, you know, he's tired. Ty- he's tired of Blackbird, okay, and so he sends who other than Painkiller to put a stop to it. What do we think of the Blackbird Painkiller? Um, kind of show off, show down a little bit. He's not a match for her. I would rather have it be them than have it be Jen. I don't want. I know it's gonna come, but I don't want to see Jennifer versus Painkiller. He, I just don't want to see it. Yeah, you know what? He's not a match for her. Like ultimately, you know, Anissa could probably break that boy in two. Like she do everybody else because that's just who she is. Granted. You know, he did, you know, put up some strength up against her. He did, you know, make her a little weak a little bit. But at the end of the day, like, I feel like a fight between them two, and this is definitely going to win. Granted, his super uh, poison venom, whatever he got going on, I... I don't think that is no avail to Anissa, especially with the kind of mother that she has. Like her mama can, you know, re- redirect all type of vaccines and stuff. So I bet my differ. My only quit. issue is the <laughs> fact that they keep putting these glasses on people, thinking these glasses gonna hide everything. Because why um, didn't she notice that that was Kaleo? <laughs> he didn't have the dreadlocks. <laughs> he, had, but yeah, he didn't have the dreadlocks was, when he died. Yeah, true. Yeah, I'm, no, and I'm not even gonna find them out. Them dress was gone a long time ago, baby. <laughs> Early in season two, okay? They, sure. It was dark. <laughs> I guess, but unfortunately, you know, like you said, Tavon ends up taking a blow. All because Jefferson decides that he really needs Anissa to bring Tavon back. Now, is this what you're talking about where you yes. said that you were upset with Jefferson? That was dumb. That was so dumb. That was like... What in your head? Yes, obviously, like, the parents miss their son. But you knew why you took him out in the first place. Right. Was to protect him because the government wants him. So why on earth would you risk him coming out knowing that people are hunting for Blackbird? Mm-hmm. Like, you know all the danger coming into this. So I, I just didn't see the purpose of this decision. I thought it was an interesting take on... um 
I felt like the Tavon situation where obviously he's not the one who's a meta, you know, they have proof that he's tested negatively. I thought it kind of played into the narrative that we see a lot where um, the police or whoever arrest a innocent black person looking for someone else and they're just assuming that everyone looks like or everyone does. Like, it kind of gave me mm-hmm. those vibes. And I thought it was an interesting, um, you know, retelling of that situation. And unfortunately for our sweet Tavon, it did not work out in his favor. I feel like Jefferson, outside of him being dumb in that moment, I feel like he's giving himself away. So say, so he sits down with the parents. He tells them he's not, the boy is not a meta. And then they say he want him back. And then miraculously he appears back at home. Who they think did that? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Who they yeah. think would have done that? You know what I'm saying? Like, it, they would have automatically, you know, Jefferson Pierce. This is the only person mm-hmm. we talked to about our boy. He's the only person who brought it home. So now they're going to connect all the dots. Well, then, you know, Blackbird must be his daughter, Nissa. Like, yeah. it just makes sense. Even while point. they like, were talking, like, he was kind of giving some hints that he knew where Tavon was. Yeah, <laughs> and I just feel like in that moment... Jefferson, you you know this boy ain't no matter. <laughs> he knew it from the get-go. He went to go save him because he knew it. <laughs> you knew this boy wasn't no matter from the get-go. So for him to act all like, oh, my God, he's not. Well, let's go save him. Let's bring him home. Like, boy. Shut, shut the F up. I'm, I'm concerned about Jefferson because something we've learned about him over the few seasons is that he's very um, emotionally driven. Very emotionally driven, mm. but he's very—he's normally very smart with his decisions. He's always trying to see the bigger picture. He's very rational. And I feel like, especially this season, we're not seeing that with him. At all. And it's interesting to watch how he chooses to do things versus how Anissa's choosing to do things. Um, and seeing that a lot of times, even though Anissa's versions are a little bit rough around the edges, she's kind of in the right for the most part. And it's interesting seeing her take sort of the forefront of this superhero dumb and him kind of having to like take a back seat yeah and be on mm-hmm. call and i think i think him having to take a back seat is making him act out more rationally yeah to be honest yeah i i don't know what to call it i think things have gotten out of his control and he don't know how to pick up the pieces it's like he's trying to pick up the pieces and everything is just falling through the cracks of his fingers mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because at the end of the day, Anissa, she has that second identity. She has Blackbird. She right. She's not Thunder no more. But with Black Lightning, what other identity can he have to where they won't recognize him? Yeah. Because his power's pretty, you know, you know it's him. Right. <laughs> but I mean, yeah, no, you're absolutely right. Obviously, you know, in true fashion, the news of Tavon's death spreads at school. And in, I mean, realistic fashion... Um, with the the tensions being high already, students kind of act out and are ready, you know, to define justice for for their friend and for their fellow student. And yeah. it gets very intense when the ASA guard, you know, basically like punches a child. Yeah, because we're out here punching kids. Um, and obviously Jefferson steps in to try to stop it. And we, like you were talking about, saw this horrible. Um, beating. How did you? How did that make you guys feel? Um, obviously, you know it. Like you said, there's some historical uh, references in it, but you know this being something that we're clearly still facing today. How did it make you all feel to see it 
portrayed in TV? A little frustrated because it, it felt like I felt like the kids where you really want to do something but you can't. Right. And like what you said, it is happening nowadays. Like, what can you do to people who are armed and who people who are supposed to be for the for the system? You know, for the justice system. How can you fight them without going to jail or for without you being punished yourself? Pastor Portia. Pastor Portia. I know. I'm going you to know, her. She has um, it's hard for me to talk about this without getting emotional. Like, and I feel like a lot of my emotions are out of rage because it is highly unacceptable. The things that we experience daily um, with the police and any type of greater enforcements, not even just law enforcement, like the government and the court and things of that nature, the prison reform, like the prison systems, like all of these different things are to oppress us, to suppress us, to keep us in bondage. Mm. And at this day and age is getting ridiculous because how, how, how much are you going to try to keep us bound to your systems and your rules and your regulations and your ways of living life and expect us to not fight back? Mm-hmm. Like, when do you, when do you think this is ever going to end? And I was in that moment when he was being beat, like my heart was sunk in my chest. Mm-hmm. Like I, I really just, I couldn't imagine, you know, having to see that and go through it, you know? Mm-hmm. And then it reminded me of the Rodney King situation. So I went back to watch the video and it's just like, oh my God, it's the same thing. And this is why we love Black Lightning so much because it brings to the forefront the things that we face on a mm-hmm. daily. However, even though Rodney King's situation was, what, 27 years ago now, it is still prevalent today, like the cops are not just beating people with these clubs. They don't even got the clubs no more. After his situation, they banned mm-hmm. the clubs. Now, they flood out shooting African-Americans. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ninjas. Okay? And I just feel like... <sighs> I can't say nothing nice. So, I just won't say it at all. I feel you. I think for for me, watching it, something I've always loved about comic books, especially DC and Marvel both, is that they were always commentary on the political climate of whatever time period that, that that they were in. And to watch um especially this season of Black Lightning, sometimes it's it's escapism if you um you know from the real world because it's we may not be seeing justice in real life, but we're getting justice at least in these comics and these shows. And I think this season It's not enough. This season has if been I could just say that. This season's <laughs> been very real, almost too real. Yeah, um, heartbreaking, heartbreaking. Because we're not getting justice in real life, and now in Black Lightning, we're not getting to see the justice that we want to see, which I think is powerful in its own right, but it is very hard because it's like, if we can't, it, it's hard watching your superheroes get beat down mm-hmm. in, you know, a fictional sense when in the real world we're watching our heroes get beat down. Yeah. And there was nothing he could do about it. It's like he At was all. helpless. And... <clears throat> And it's, it reminds me of the hands up, don't shoot. Mm-hmm. These people have their hands up. They're unarmed. Hands are up. You see they, they ten fingers, okay? Yeah. Palms of their hands. And you still take their helplessness and you take advantage of it. I'm sick of being taken advantage of. I'm yeah. sick of it. I'm sick of being taken advantage of in my mind. I'm sick of 
taken been taken advantage of in my emotions in my heart in my people in my communities like when are these people going to stop and yes we have these shows where it's you know it expressing what we go through on a daily but there has to be some type of stop there has Mm -hmm. to be some type of kumbaya moment where y'all know y'all got us messed up yeah because we not it's it's only so much more sitting silent that people can do out here that's why i liked what henderson was saying about like how we all work individually we need to all come together. Tavon was saying the yeah. same thing in his video. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's because it, it's how we are in real life. Like black on black crime. Like we're all doing our own thing out here. When we all need to come together and face the same people who are attacking us. But little, we're all doing our own thing. I think the symbolism alone of Jefferson having the powers that he has and still having to suppress them in order to fit into a society that's built against him is such a powerful statement and really heartbreaking to watch and and this this whole episode was just very like man you know Mm -hmm. like it just it was just very hard on the spirit and and i think it was so well done because you need you need this on tv because a lot of for a lot of people it takes watching it in a superhero format mm-hmm. for them to understand why something's a problem. Mm. Yeah. But to see yeah. to see a man of the community like Jefferson Pierce who, you know, is picture per- like who, you know, picture perfect is a guidance counselor, was a principal, puts back into the community, has a loving family, you know, a, you know, a real you know, doesn't look a certain type of way, isn't a quote-unquote thug or anything and to see him still be beaten down by the police because just his being is a threat and and to have viewers who maybe don't understand the importance of Black Lives Matter and whatnot be able to go, it's ridiculous that he got beaten. And it's like, exactly. It's ridiculous that anybody would get beaten. Yeah. And it's ridiculous that they getting shot now. Yeah. But just to have that, just to have that narrative on TV where it can be, that's, it's such a plain as day, he should not have gotten beaten. And it's such an easy thing to grasp by watching it on TV and I hope that people can watch this show and see how easy it is to grasp what what is right and what is wrong and I hope they can apply it to real life because hmm. this is real life. There may not be lightning bolts shooting out of people's hands. There may not be girls who can hold their breath and you know knock a hundred men down but but these people are still our heroes yeah like, yeah our african-american man that they killing down for no reason shooting them they're still our heroes like they still walk around this earth with purpose they are still amazing kings they still have legacy to live they still have you know wisdom to share mm-hmm. they still have time to grow they still got time to educate like these are still heroes and right. and heroes don't even have to have superpowers most of the time you just saving somebody else from being in bondage in their minds it we mm-hmm. have Everybody has traumatic experiences every single day. And if you could take a a sound black man or any man of that nature, but right now we're talking about black men. But if if you could take a sound black man and place him in the forefront of his family, nothing is impossible with that family. And and y'all just killing them. And I mean, it's important to acknowledge the the, the position of the black woman and how they are kind of a movement and a revolution watching Anissa be Blackbird and really be this face of a re- revolution. Tubman. It's yeah. not, but not even Harriet Tubman, you know, you think of, um, just think of any, you know, Black Lives Matter Maxine. was started by black women. Me Too was started by black women. Mm-hmm. 
Um, a lot of the civil rights movements, although people attribute it to MLK, black women black women held down the Black Panthers for a long oh, time. Wow. Like black women have been the staple in the revolution and to see um Anissa get to be the face of the revolution in that, like it's powerful. The show is powerful and it's it's just a it's just a good show. Um, since we're talking about the civil rights movement, you know, obviously Agent Odell who has, you know, claimed that he he marched with MLK. Well, I'm like, why did you say that? <laughs> I'm already frustrated. <laughs> no, for real. I was I already I frustrated I in that moment. And for him to say that, I just wanted to punch him. But, because you're not acting like you did. You know yeah. what, though? So, like, like I said earlier, I did get to go down to Atlanta and go on set of Black Lightning. And one of the really cool opportunities that was given to us is I got to sit down and have dinner with Bill Duke, which crazy but we talked about agent odell and the concept of is he a villain or is he not and he really said that agent odell is a man of the law and and he's gonna when he's given a mission it's his job to do whatever means is necessary to get the job done and he's he's a patriot he's abusing power though but that's exactly what you said drew like that's you had him on the nail and you said you feel like He's he's doing what is necessary, or what he feels is necessary, and you've always made the reference towards you know. <laughs> yeah, I, he's a Marvel. By, he's by any means necessary, and and when you're given for him, it's it's country over everything, and so I think in this situation, yeah, I I can believe that he marched with MLK because it was it was commute like you know what I'm saying at that point that was for the greater good of the country. I think he's a, mm. I think he's a patriot in his own right. I don't agree with his actions, but he Bill Duke himself said that Odell follows orders and doesn't ask questions and just does what he needs to do to serve his country. So with that being said, he uh he goes to who else but his new BFF Jen. Um and kind of I'm so you know. over their relationship. I'm kind of intrigued okay. by it. I hate it. To be honest, he's using her. He's using her like he's using painkillers. But you know, he's playing on her innocence. But you know what? I think Jen. Again, you guys are really like. I don't want to be that. I went to Freeland, but you guys really have to go watch <laughs> the interviews because they. I I asked all these questions. I yeah. asked all the. I asked about Jen. Is she being manipulated or not? Like I've I've literally asked all the questions that you all have been asking, and it's over there in the interviews. But China said she that Jen's not as uh, heavily influenced as we think she might be. So I don't think she. I don't. I don't think he he. I think she knows a little bit more of what she's doing than she's letting on. Well, I believe with that particular scene, of course, like, mm-hmm. she wants to... Ri- You're giving me the ranks to k- kick these people's butts? Yeah, heck yeah, I'll yeah. do it. I'm gonna rip them to shreds. And I'm <laughs> sure she probably killed them. She already killed the other people, so I I think that's what she did. And her, some of her innocence is gone. You don't look convinced, Portia. No. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> No. I'm not. I look, if you look, I haven't had an opportunity to go and watch the interviews yet. I'm glad that they're up. First and foremost, I'm proud of you. I'm always proud of you, you my girl. Thanks, sis. Thanks for going out there and doing that, handling that business for us. I got you. But so I'm gonna take a look at the interviews to see, you know, where my mind goes after that. But as of now, mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't see 
no way out <laughs> for Jen. Like her getting, she's like getting in bed with the devil at this mm-hmm. point. And I feel like he is playing on her innocence. He's manipulating her mentally. And e- eventually I could see her breaking free from that. But right now she's like in the palm of his hands. And from what, from me being on the outside looking in. Okay. I think mm-hmm. that's fair. Um, I would be curious to know what your opinion is on Lynn's storyline this episode. Um, because Ooh. she is hooked. Her and <laughs> her and Tobias kind of have, in a way, a, a showdown of words. Uh, because he lets on that he has deduced that Jefferson is in fact black lightning, and she decides and his children are <laughs> lightning thunder and lightning. Yeah, mm-hmm. and she in return says, "I'm going to extract your bone marrow." Without any anesthetic. <laughs> like, don't start none, there won't be none. <laughs> she is just, not the one to mess she, with. Especially on this green lightning, honey. She's not here for it. Um, she all that good, good. Yeah, she's. I'm, I'm nervous for her. I'm nervous for her. because, And the reason I'm nervous for her is because we at, like... I asked, like, is this going to come to a head? Are we going to... And they don't... Like, the cast doesn't even know where this is going yet with mm. Lynn. So I'm... You know... I'm stressed. Lynn, I just wish in that moment when she was walking out the in that morning, I wish Jeff would have saw what was in her hand. I just wish he would have saw what was in her hand. I wish he would have woke the heck up mm-hmm. and opened up his eyes and saw that she had pills in her hands and asked her what were they. Like, I just wish they had a conversation before she left. However, in the moment with her talking to Tobias, it didn't look like she was off green light. It didn't look like she was off green light in that moment. It looked like she was regular Lynn, like, I'm gonna get you, sucker. Mm-hmm. <laughs> type of thing. And... I don't know. I think Lynn might have to be the one to take Tobias out. And she mm-hmm. might have to take him out at the lab. Like, say something went wrong or something. Because she can't trust Odell to do nothing about it. And she is upset that he knows the family secrets. She's upset that he's threatening her family in front of her face. And like any other strong black woman, mm-hmm. <laughs> you come for my people. We not finna play. You got <laughs> to go. Okay, like, like you can't come for my people. As Nivia said, don't mess with my man. Don't mess with my man. Hey. I'm a bit of one if I can tell you. Uh, okay? And he, <laughs> she said, period. Period. <laughs> Pooh. Know that. Okay? okay? I like Lynn even before she started, before she even knew that Tobias knew about the kids and everything, because she was just like, no, you work for me. Okay. Okay. I don't work for you. This is this is how it's gonna go. You're in my lab. I was excited to see him come back to life though, cause baby boy, how do you feel about had that? Had the little thing thing going all the way back Not here. He thing was thing. purple and blue and scaled all up. <laughs> By the time she got done with him, he looked it like a honestly a that's snake. That's <laughs> <laughs> honestly though. That's me. That's me after I've like put out. You know when it's winter time, you gotta put the, the like shea the butter on. Cream, Hershey. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> Someone get her. Good night. <laughs> that's all for our show. <laughs> Good night. No. Um. Before we hop into OMBL, real quick, I want to talk about the little fight sequence that Khalil had earlier in the episode with the ASA because. He is, or I'm sorry, Painkiller. 
painkiller had because that's no longer Khalil. Mm. Painkiller had with ASA mm. uh, because he, I feel like the more the episodes go by, the more we see him kind of pulling at the leash a little bit. The more he's mm. uh, enjoying kicking ass and uh, taking names. And to the point where Odell got to stop him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He even kind of did like the, y'all seen Kill Bill? Oh yeah, yeah, like yeah. the palm, the palm uh-huh. exploding, the heart <laughs> thing. He kind of he had kind of had one of those moments almost, and it was like, yeah. let's, let's chill on that. But it, it seems like painkiller. It was exploding a, slowly. Yeah, it seems like painkiller about to be a problem. But like they a, was a talking problem. mess. So if you go talk mess, I mean, let's go. And when when Odell walked in and interrupted him, I'm like, painkiller, please take this man out. Please kill him. Please kill him. Please kill him. Like I feel like. The creation that he made is going to one day snap on him. And, yeah. I need, and I need to see that. I need to see it. I want Painkiller to be the one to take Odell all crazy stuff out. That's, yeah. that's fair. That's fair. Are you guys ready for OMBL? Yep, I'm ready. You have anything else before we bring up? Shout out to Two Bits because Two Bits is yes. back. <laughs> two Bits. Two Bits. The one who was getting, uh, what what was this lady throwing out at him? Uh, microwaves and stuff? Yes. Oh. Because he ain't no good. Yes. <laughs> Let's talk about that really quick before we hop into OMBL. Let's talk about Henderson because Henderson is now a man of the resistance. Okay. Yeah. The resistance. He's starting a revolution. What's up? Okay. And he gathering all parts and different elements. What's up? Okay. He's I, a man. I think somebody predicted that he was going to be, he was going to have some pushback. Maybe it was Zuri. Um, but someone predicted he was going to have some pushback. And I'm hyped that he is, and I'm excited to see this idea of community coming together yeah. to fight back. Um, it's because he up there holding that whole press announcement about putting a uh, getting Blackbird, and he the one who helped her yep. get them boys out of jail. He's got to, he's got to stay right. undercover, staying face. And I knew, I knew when he was arresting them because I was like, nah, Henderson, he up to something. Yeah. Well, what is he up to? And then when I saw that anywhere, everybody came together. We got a group together, and not be individuals. That's what I was just like. Yeah. Yes, we got. And then Blackbird showed up. What's up? You ain't alone. I thought I was gonna see Black Lightning there too, but you know, I guess you, you know, know baby steps, baby steps, baby steps. Party. I thought I thought Grace could only turn into the man and her and her younger self and the leopard. She turned into a mess <laughs> of the night. Yeah, yeah, she sure did. I was Listen. expecting her to be the man. All that time. <laughs> I think she has the ability. I think she has the ability to turn into anyone. I think it just takes her a minute to like be able to control to, it. To, yeah. Yeah. Well, whatever vaccine Anissa gave her, I think it helped. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm excited. I'm excited to see what's going on there. Um, but let's hop into OMBL. Yes. So, if you guys have made it all the way here and you still don't know what OMBL is, it's our OMG moments, the moments that had us shocked, shooketh, and shaken to our very core. Porsche Carter, what's your OMBL moment? Obviously, the moment that brought my whole spirit down with the whole episode. Jefferson being beat by the cops. That whole scene, because mm-hmm. he's being beat by the cops at the same time Jen is trying to save him, but then old boy absorbs her powers. Mm-hmm. It was just like a lot happened all at once, and that was just like, oh my B. She took my <laughs> yeah with Brandon. Pretty much that was my scene because I was just I didn't I knew he was a meta. I just mm-hmm. was just like I knew it, I knew it, but this confirmed it. So that's why I was just like, oh, it's you. You don't get but, a curl pattern like that without meta powers. Yeah, that's so true. <laughs> 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 
you don't get bundles like that without some supernatural something okay? going and on. Okay, and he be flowing when he walking, moves, and goes back. Right. I said, oh, and then bounce a little. Bit. Oh, okay, that's, Brazil. that's Come Brazilian. On and pray my um, <laughs> my OMBL moment is gonna be. I'm gonna try to make it different. Um, I guess the painkiller Blackbird uh, showdown just when because she didn't recognize him. Yeah, one because I was like, oh. <laughs> You glasses is all it takes, right? Because his voice wasn't disguised. Because I be wearing glasses to try to avoid people, and I feel like they see me even better with them on. So I just want to know what type. Of, I just want to know what type of glasses he got. No facts. Because when I put on my shades, everybody know who I am. Right? Like, dang. What? What? what so, do you notice me without? So let. So let me know. Um. But no, I. I didn't think we were gonna get that show. A showdown with him and one of the Pierce family members so early. Um, so it was cool to see. Let's go to the chat, Portia. What are they saying about their own BL moments? Uh, Ms. Gemini said the Blackbird and Khalil fight. Uh, Meta Fabulous. Somebody threw that out there because that's what uh, Anissa had told. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Um, OMBL was two bits and the fact that Anissa ain't recognized Khalil. Absorbing, homeboy absorbing Jun's power. He's not static, but he's for sure somebody important, right? Um, Jefferson getting beat up. Henderson leading the resistance. Um, yeah, that's pretty much what everybody is saying. Yeah. And um, shout out to Jazzy Jones. I, I believe earlier in the chat, she told me that it is her birthday on Thursday. So oh, happy, happy birthday, early birthday, birthday, Jazzy birthday. Jones. And shout out to Nicholas Kelly, who has been in here talking to me all night. I'm sorry I've been, you know, looking down a little slowly because it's been deep. But, um, yeah. Yeah. You it took was, us to church. You sure did. You, sure you know did. what? I did not. Can we just give a shout out to all these people who've been here since forever? But really. Yes. Okay. Ricky Flores, Gracian Ryan, Miss Gemini, Nicholas Kelly, Jamel Brewster, Corey Scott Johnson, Rennie, Renji, 90. Okay. I, you know, you know what your name is. <laughs> Swain Cunningham. <laughs> Um, who else? I think that Crystal B, uh, Hate Reaper, one, is it? Three, wow. three. It's a lot of y'all in here. 80, Thank y'all so much. 83 people watching right now. Look, I can't y'all even, Art Love, so. Corey Toons. I can't even shout all of y'all out. It's so many names. Y'all, y'all are like, Fandom be Saint. Happy early birthday to Elijah EJ Turbo Russ. Or Ooh. a happy belated birthday, I should say. I'm sorry, belated birthday. Happy on, belated Scorpio. birthday, yes. Well, thank you guys so much. Um, thank you for your own BL moments. Make sure you guys comment. If you are not in the live, we still want to see what your own BL moments are. So let us know. Um, and let's hop into news and gossip. Yes. Well, the drop, there's a teaser trailer now out for Crisis on Infinite Earth. And obviously our man, Black Lightning, is up in there. In there like swimwear. Uh, when I was in... Atlanta, uh, they'd already fit, so they're completely done filming Crisis on Infinite Earth. Obviously, Black Lightning will be in there. Um, there's some stuff I gotta hold off on that I'm not allowed to talk about yet, but I can say... Don't be teasing us. Okay. Well, I'll tell, I'll tell y'all. Like we know I, your information. I'll tell y'all after the show, but <laughs> um, what I can say is that although they may not be leaving Freeland, people are coming to Freeland. Oh, so 
you guys are going to have to keep tuning in every week because I'm allowed to give little bits as the weeks go on. But I will say, although certain people are not leaving Freeland, certain people are coming to Freeland. So there will be interactions with people that we were hoping to have interactions with. Mm. You know, Freeland is free land. It sure okay. is. It sure is. I'm really excited about this um, About this, this crossover. I'm really excited about the rest of the season. When I was on the set of uh, Black Lightning. We got to do a full tour of the set. So the school. I did see that. I the saw school, that the house, day. and all of that. Um, if you guys, if we can get this video to 3K, 3K views, yeah. I think that's fair. Yeah. Then I'll post the uh, the tour because there's some, there's some little, if you look real close, there's some little tidbits up in there. There's some it's clues, good, honey. It's okay. Good. Okay. It's good. So <laughs> if we can get this to three, 3K views, I'll post the tour. Um, but That's so I did possible. I did interview the entire cast from Cress to Jordan Calloway to China, the Nafisa, um, Marvin, everyone, and they all had a lot to say about the remainder of the season. I got to watch uh, some of the filming of episode eleven, and can I just say y'all were not ready? <laughs> I was like, y'all really letting us sit here and watch this? Okay, cool, cool, cool. I'm not going to freak out or anything. It's totally fine. But the you guys, this season, we're, this might be the crazy... I, I will go on record right now and say this might be the craziest season of a CWDC show that I have ever seen. It, I, feel like, I feel like we thought season one was the craziest. And then when season two came, we thought that was the craziest. And this is like, they just keep amping up the crazy at this point. Okay? Yeah. They're, cold, they're not you? they're not coming to play. Um, and you know all. what? I'm here for it. <laughs> Same. Okay, activate us. What's up? Same. And um, what I want to do is because Black Lightning did give me some goodies um, while I was on set, some cool memorabilia. So what I want to do is um, a raffle by the end of the season. Woo! But we're gonna need Ooh. we're gonna need consistent. Um, viewership. We're going to need you all constantly in. So make sure at the end of the show that um, you guys comment and like this video. Go ahead and hit that follow button for After Buzz TV. Hit that follow button for all of us on Instagram and Twitter because I will be tweeting out clues and whatnot of how you can win the memorabilia. We got, there's this really cool portable charger that like flashes black lightning and it's like the coolest thing I've ever seen and I don't want to part with it but I will for you. I will part with it for you. What about me? Okay, I'm about you're to go in with me. I'm about to answer the raffle at this point. We got some posters, we got some t-shirts, we got a bunch of stuff, um, and I would love to give it away to some deserving fans, but obviously we got we got to make it <laughs> spicy, so, you know, make sure you guys hit those follow buttons on all of us. Just know y'all got to compete with me. <laughs> so I'm we can... already following both of y'all, so I'm already ahead. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, we will do the raffle at the end of the season, and um, I'll tell you what to up it, because we do have some people who are going to come in and visit us. I will make sure all those things get signed throughout the season, but I'm only giving it to the people who are most loyal to Ooh. us on this show, because we'll be three seasons in. And we got a lot of loyalty, so we, we sure do. We, we sure do. So <laughs> there's no more deserving fandom. But yeah, you guys, um, it was... A, it was I'm still, like, in shock. Um, it was a dope week of interviews and 
black lightningness and so proud of and you. blackness. Thank you. I'm so happy that you did that. Like you went and represented for the team. Like because mm-hmm. we have been riding with them all three seasons, going strong, not letting up. And for you to go out there, it's just like. Oh my God. Like, you know, she's amazing. Yeah. Well, you know what, though? Like, in all seriousness, shout out to um, Lachelle Sargent, who is the publicist for Black Lightning. Um, they've made huge strides in making sure that black media is represented. I've never mm. seen another show of uh, do that for anyone. Um, and I think that's what's really important is when you want... You want to see things rep- you want to see representation. So, what better way to do that than to bring people who can help continue that representation? And so, that was very dope. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I love that. Yes, yes, it was a very so. Shout out to Lachelle. she's mm-hmm. amazing. Shout out to Black Lightning because like the se- the season's wild. The season's yeah. a lot, and I'm so yeah. I've never been more excited for the continuation of the season. I am in this moment and shout out to the cast and the crew. They gave us so much good tidbits, which again, you guys can go check out yes. on the red carpet page uh, or the red carpet channel of uh, for AfterBuzz TV. Because Drew, you asked some good questions that we were all wanting to know. Look, so definitely check out the interview because you was asking the good questions. I got y'all. Yeah, I got y'all, show fans. our baby some love. Mm-hmm. I got y'all, friends. Um, but let's hop into predictions. Okay. I think that Jen and Brandon, the new kid, I do think as hard as it will be for me to see, eventually they will get together and start dating. Don't know when. Don't know how. But I have a feeling like they're going to end up being something. Grace is going to help Anissa fight Painkiller. And they're going to take him out, hopefully. Mm. I, I really don't want him to die, but I want Painkiller to die, not Khalil. Because Painkiller is mean. I feel that. I think. Um, I think I'm trying to make a prediction on something I really don't know anything about. This is fair. Okay, I don't know anything about Painkiller, so I think that Painkiller somehow still has remnants of. I don't think Khalil's completely gone. Mm. I think we're gonna get. I'm hoping there's going to be, like, little glimpses of Khalil and there's a possibility of getting him back. The only way him coming back is if Jen touches him and turns off that chip in his head. Like, maybe she electrocutes it or something. Yeah. Like, how she, turned, it. like yeah. how she turned off his tracking device when they yeah. were on the run. Mm. Oh, I miss when they was on the run together. Oh, my gosh. Bonnie and Clyde. Okay. That, that was the Bonnie and Clyde. But, yeah, I think, I think, that's, <laughs> I think that's my prediction. Um, but you guys are going to have to find out next week if we're right, if we're wrong. Um, guys, this is fun, as always. Yeah. We'll have Zuri back next week, so the whole team will be here. Yeah, Zuri! Um, but until next time, where can they find you all? Guys, um, you can find me on all social media at Portia Carter. Thank y'all for watching. Yes, and you guys can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Lanisha, spelled L-A-N-I-S-H-A-914. And I'm your girl, Drew Jones. I'll be posting on my story tonight the first way that you can get your name into the raffle. So make sure you guys follow me on all the things at OK Drew J. And check me out Tuesday nights for The Flash and Sundays for Watchmen. Until next time, guys, we'll see you all next week. 
Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 